0: A universe um, let's see what do we got here it's the fifth nope it's the sixth of August it is 1 uh, 22 p.m. both air conditioners off the dog is panting so typical 94 degree afternoon Denver Colorado is it 94 degrees nope it is currently 91 degrees No, the 91 is the forecasted high. It is 88 degrees. Splitting hairs, especially since it looks like... uh, Who cares about the weather? Well, I guess I care about the weather. I care about a cloud data bank that had to be expanded to include... I don't remember if it was 6, 9, twelve, fourteen, some large number of new clouds that, as they had counted them up until the 70s, they had never seen before. That concerns me. Because of all the things that I was... Oh, fairly convinced i had figured out what thirty years future time was going to look like regarding say clouds well after fifteen or so years on this planet you start to feel like you've seen most of what nature's going to throw at you in terms of cloud variety because there were only 12 or something clouds to begin with. And the one or two maybe that formed over the ocean that you'd never seen, well, you trusted your book to tell you that that cloud had been not only categorized, it had been witnessed enough, tested enough, and identified in enough circumstances to make the cut as one of 12 cloud varieties. Or whatever it was. And then somewhere in that confident journey of, well, yeah, that's a cumulus cloud, but that's a nimbus. And that one over there is a stri something or other. Well, when you're playing those kinds of first date games and that vortex cloud shows up, well it's a WTF right? I had this figured out I I took fourth grade science I know the clouds except for that one and that one and this one and that one over there in Iowa and that thing they saw in Australia oh and that whatever they captured in New Guinea sorry New Zealand you were on my tip of my tongue so you were too close to Australia the point is i mean you you expect you're gonna make most of your projections and forecasts incorrectly they're gonna be anywhere from completely totally off to mostly entirely off to well i guess you could stretch and qualify that as part of what you were trying to say was going to happen but still the rest of it didn't happen off To maybe get lucky and say, you know what, in the future, I'll bet you'll be able to bet on sports on telephones across the country. All right, so you might have nailed that one. But who saw censorship coming? Who saw the stifling of free speech? Who saw the destruction of the value inherent in ferreting out truth what what i don't what I don't understand in most of these disconnects that now occurred I don't understand how. We can think we can overcome the nature of the universe and its ability to produce that which is a leveling playing field for the truth to make its way through. As a recovering liar, there is nothing I know better than how hard it is to pile lie on top of lie without it coming down. And I know that we have stacked so many lies into the system at this point that the truth doesn't even exist, which is fine, but it just needs to, and no, it's not fine. What I, what I mean is I'm not here to piece out this industry or that, um, advisory board or that that hmm, um, certification authority slash administrative overseeing agency of record and impenetrability. Nobody bribes the FBI. I mean, everybody bribes the FBI, but nobody bribes the ATF. Well, I mean, everybody in the ATF is compromised, but nobody compromises or bribes the Department of Homeland Security. Well, I mean, unless you count the CIA... Because they have tabs on everybody. But then, well, all these turf wars about who's protecting who. Who's who's going to be where when the shit hits the fan? Who who's going to be teaming up and who can be counted on and who will be loyal and who will be vulnerable and when the shit hits the fan. When the shit hits the fan, right? When the shit hits the fan. Well, we're all going to be vulnerable because we keep living in this fractured state of disillusionment that has us all humming in a vibration that's not cooperative. I don't know that it's disharmonic like it used to be, but I only think that's because the noise has muffled. There's less activity. So either people... Are up and leaving or they're checking out somehow into a different circumstance to avoid what's coming doesn't matter which but the fractured nature of where we are it's engineered it's being constructed against us I believe this and I think ultimately What I have to believe now is faith in that which keeps revealing itself to me. How can the Bible be the most accurate predictor of circumstances five years or five decades into my life? How can the Bible win? the Bible wasn't even a long shot. It wasn't even on the board as potentially the book of record that would be most reliably descriptive when all that fire and brimstone actually hits the fan. I mean, for God's sake, the coming of the four horsemen of the apocalypse, there's another wonderful Mandela effect. But... You can't argue that famine and war and pestilence, is that the one that changed? But if we're not sitting in the middle of what looks like the biblical prophecy of doom and gloom, up is down. The truth will be the only weapon we have of crumbling. That which we have built and left vulnerable to destroying us all. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why this is where things ended up. I don't know how I could have been so wrong about everything. But I know now that I'm being pulled into a group I'm being shown other (laughs) connections to people who I can tell from even five minutes of interaction. Have been set up for this journey just like have I. And according to the Bible, there's 144,000 of us. And all of this is weird because I I don't I don't have a choice anymore but to think it has validity that there is clearly a resonance of the soul in play for all of us as we act out this final push to human civilization destiny realized however it's going to play its hand for all of us to experience that which finally brings us together. It feels as if the preparation for this journey hasn't been this lifetime, but has been every other lifetime until this moment right now. I keep having memories not from what I've done here but from dreams or flashes from different musical or even geographical locations that are that just keep coming back particularly falls in the Washington state Oregon area a particular view on top of a um, ski area here in Colorado just I keep flashing into these places where I have distinct connective memories to the environment around me and like color and, and sound coming simultaneously as if I'm being pulled into a, a, a movie theater quickly while I'm trying to walk to one further down the hall, somebody just yanks me and has me look at this real quick. Look here. See ya. And it's, it's, it's one of many ways in which I'm experiencing new, I don't know if thought's the right word, new ways to Listen to the universe, I guess. I'm not... I'm not... Comfortable with the way I'm describing any of this. Because it's too... It's... It's, it's not grounded enough in... Analysis and concrete... Tangible production... To feel... I can... Safely plant my foundation right here knowing I'm right but I know I'm right I know we have souls I know I've lived thousands of lives I know I've been through all kinds of torture and pain on this planet I know I've been on other planets where none of that exists I know I chose to come here I know I chose to get to this point free of all karmic burden dead even with the universe karmically for what I don't know. But I know there's several of us lining up. I see others out there. I recognize their emergence. And that gives me some sense of comfort in what is an otherwise very disjointed reality of... I mean, how's the fucking Bible right? It's not. how do we get an America embracing censorship, in fact, demanding it? How'd we get uh, media and press so compromised that news is nothing more than brainwashing how did I turn into somebody who doesn't give a shit about sports how did I become somebody who couldn't care less if I ever turn on another television how did I become somebody who can't lie who demands truth who lives for the simple connection it is to help other people and finds purpose in my day in as little an action as saying yeah I can help how can I help I learned so many ways that I had been told do it this way and it'll all work out nope but I, I was I was uh, I wonder what warrior spelled backwards. That's a tough one to say backwards because you got that I-O-R-Roy. Uh, so if you're just going to do a roy Ra, a warrior, backwards, yeah. Maybe upside down. Those all seem like they might work that way. So whatever. Point is, I wasn't built to believe in myself. And so messaging to me that said, Hey, you're not worth it. Hey, you don't deserve this. Hey, yeah, this isn't isn't something. You're even good enough to play the game. In fact, we're embarrassingly going to sign you up for the debate club. And leave you in the academic world where the cocoon is practically impenetrable. And it it makes me wonder why I always was so had such a discordant feeling in the academic world. I didn't belong. I knew it. Hmm. But I was such a liar then. I could have appreciated the whole scheme, I believe, if it had been shown to me at that point. Maybe. I always want to believe I'm more Machiavellian than I think I am. Certainly now I have no stomach for any of that. But at the time, I could weave a lie into a thread, into a silk blanket of I'm not even the person you think I am. I did it with enough people to know that I was by default a coward, afraid of standing up for what I really thought, willing to roll over and acquiesce to whatever would make me look favorable rather than being something that meant anything? Well, I know this doesn't make sense to anybody and I don't even really know what I'm talking about. But when I get to this point in life and think all of these things that couldn't happen they just weren't possible when I was formulating how this whole world would coordinate. Well, here it is. It's happening. And if that isn't the end finishing snapshot of failure that comes with a life of apathetic well, oh, I'm glad I got here when I did because America looks like it's got nothing but partying and celebrating going forward, and I'm in. I so thought that I deserved the accolades that came with being born in America in 1969, because... That's what everyone told me. I had become that which was the earned reward of being under the trusting eye of God and flags and something. So, eat it up I did. And good citizen was I. Pledge allegiance to the flag. And yet I never even stopped to really think. It's funny how there aren't any old maps because all the old maps don't look like the today's maps. We just keep drawing lines on these maps as if they're going to mean something the next time, and they never do. I never stop to think, and what about the fact that I get to sit here reading books in a cozy lunchroom cafeteria, eating hot food on a February day while I go home and watch cartoons in a safe cocoon of <laughs> white male American privilege and then comes that commercial with Suzanne Summers. is that her Was Suzanne? I don't know one of the Suzanne's and uh And, yeah, you you think about the flies on the face and the the distended bellies, the skinny arms, the look of death. But you're an American kid, right? Well, I fell for all of it. And I'm so disappointed that I couldn't see outside of my own insecurity and ego to believe I could have it wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. And I always said to myself, I was willing to change any opinion, any belief, any committed flag in the ground if you just showed me that my confidence had reason to be doubted. At the very least, I could no longer call it a line I was drawing absolutely. There were no more absolutes to be seen. The whole picture crumbles. You start questioning everything from your own sanity to the nature of facts to whether or not we can even trust that which we experience, that which we remember, that which we believe to have been our historical record of activity. So if that, isn't the biggest what part of what you could have told me at 17 was going to be true at 53 for me to say not just kick me in the nuts if that's all gonna happen just kick me in the nuts kick me in the nuts kick me in the nuts here we sit the only things I'm sure of are that I've chosen to be a part of this for a reason I'm here to experience growth from within and my commitment to those around me Is unwavering it is blanket assigned to all of you and it involves the capacity to be as understanding and as kind as necessary to forgive us all for putting us where we are because the only thing I know to get us out of this is to start working for the life we want to have So phase two, phase two is getting out there and telling y'all that you're being too hard on yourselves, that you're not giving yourselves enough credit for all the good stuff you're doing. And that in fact, when you get up there in front of that council of white robes telling you how'd you do this time and you got to defend yourself, the best part is they want to know a lot more about the ways you contributed wins than talk about the ways that you could have done better. So let's start stacking up bus stop visits. And what I mean by that is the next time that you're walking past a bus stop where an elderly person is sitting alone, sit down next to them and ask them if it's okay if you wait with them until their bus gets there. And then ask them how their day is going. Start a conversation with a random person and enjoy the connection it makes and the simple return of of source reward that having enough outreach to care about Another human provides. It is the key for all of us. Just be nice. Just be nice. I mean, really. Does anybody want to be anything other than nice? No. We don't.